The following podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the host and of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any entity that the host and or guest have, are, or will be affiliated with. Any content provided by the hosts or any of the guests are their opinion. Literature discretion is advised. All right, hello and welcome to Throwing Tomatoes, the podcast where we take a random look through movie history. I'm joined by my now elevated co-hosts. <laughs> We've got uh, Xander. Hello, hello. And John, the Beatlesaurus. What's up? I'm, of course, your host, Adam, a.k.a. Some Dumb Ninja. Uh, today, the randomizer has picked the 2001 movie Hannibal. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> I don't know why that got me so well. Uh, what's everybody's history with Hannibal, this movie, etc.? Um, I have seen most of this movie, but uh, did not get to finish it for I was a child and my parents realized I was watching. Um, <laughs> but the best way to watch movies. I, I love Anthony Hopkins. I have a lot of respect for him as an actor. So... I'm excited to see the rest of the movie, and I don't. I have not retained what I did see. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise I, me. Yeah. I don't remember anything about this movie. <laughs> uh, as a surprise to no one, I have not seen anything about this movie. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of Silence of the Lambs. Um, when I was in my like video critic watching days, like in the early. <laughs> It was the late 2000s, early 2010s. Um, there was a bunch of like, let's compare the old Red Dragon to the new one or, you know, shit like that. So Speaking I, wa- I watched, a, yeah, that's what reminded me. Um, so I watched a couple of those, but I hadn't actually sat down and watched this movie. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're going in semi-blind. For the most part. Oh, that should be fun. I, I might the as main well character. be going in blind. Yeah. I might as well be blind because I genuinely don't remember any of it. I mean... Except for the famous parts that everybody knows. Yeah, for real. And then then again, it's it could all just stem back to the fact that we all know who Hannibal Lecter is. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, is is this the one with the fava beans? No, that's how it's with the lands. Is this the one with the... I think this is, like is we talked about last, last time, time. Is where he eats the dude's brains brain like in front, front of him. him. Which is... Uh, Lovely. Yeah. But apparently, since this is on our normal list and not our horror movie list, uh, it made a shit ton of money at the box office. So, uh, suspense and horror. And has a, an apparently really good rating. That don't mean uh, shit. Not, not Four here, and like... It's like, what, 4.6? <laughs> yeah, maybe. 4.6 stars out of five yeah. on Amazon Prime. That don't mean shit. Out of ten... Point seven thousand reviews. That's a really weird way of saying that, but yes. <laughs> um, so when we return, we will have seen Hannibal right here on Throwing Tomatoes. Oh, so we just watched Hannibal. Yeah, I would more say experienced. That movie was awful. That was garbage. I God, I hate this movie. It's just so far up its own ass why are people obsessed with this movie because they're obsessed with things that disturb them they want the shock value that's true there's a reason why a human centipede isn't on my list oh uh i have i have watched all three of those movies why because i wanted to see how you can make it worse than the first one why did you even watch the first one uh i think i was I was on a date, and the girl I was dating at the time was like, we should watch this. I heard it's really fucked up. Okay. I had no idea what it was. Like I said, shock value. Yeah. So, we should start at the beginning of this long-ass, pretentious-ass movie. We could if we... A full... If it was memorable. If we could remember. what the fuck happened. Because it was so long Two hours and and 12 minutes. God. (laughs) The literal first hour and 15 minutes, nothing fucking happens. It was all set up for the last 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, the first part is uh, you have the Italian cop plot. Yeah, which they they actually say that in the description of this movie that an Italian police inspector 
and FBI agent pursue Hannibal Lecter, the Italian agent is not in the movie after the first 40 minutes. <laughs> like, it starts with uh, the fourth victim from yeah. like, the first yeah, movie. Yeah, from, uh, from Silence of the Lambs. Uh, basically talking with the uh, one of the nurses for uh, Hannibal when he was in the psych ward and everything. And uh, he sells him the mask. The Hannibal Lecter mask for what quarter of a million dollars? Mm-hmm. Also, can we point can we point out the fact that I thought this would come up later, but the uh, the nurse picks up a dead pigeon out of the road later in the movie and keeps it, keeps it, and is walking around with this rubber ass dead dead pigeon. pigeon, and we get no explanation. Yeah, we never. As much as we're about to probably crap on this movie, we have to admit the prosthetics were really good. For the uh, for the the victim, the fourth victim, and for the brain later on in the movie, they were pretty good. Yes, but it was not shot well. No, no, horribly directed. Because after that scene that we just said with the uh, selling of the mask, it cuts to a police raid. Yeah, they they're doing a bust. In a market? A drug bust. They're trying to catch a... Uh... Yeah. Some big crime boss lady uh, in, in this open market. and It's like a fish market kind of deal. And uh, with the most stereotypical looking thugs you've ever seen. And I will, I will point out, and it's, it's just kind of a thing I notice. The only... Uh, Outside of the... The nurse was the only, like, side character that was, like, a person of color. And everyone else is just a bunch of white people running around. It's not necessarily a bad or good thing in the movie. It's just something I noticed when the most stereotypical thugs are the pants-dragon black guys. Yeah, with the the do-rag and the four gold chains and the... There was a pig! Get him! Yeah. (laughs) Basically what happens is, is they see there's too many people in this marketplace... And, and it's gonna to go bad. The bust and this hotshot cop from well, DC is like, no, I got it. The first, he's the cop you see that goes, "Who are you? I'm in charge of this." And she goes, "I'm Special Agent Starling. Star- Starling, Starling color from Clarice FBI. Starling. From from the FBI. I'm in charge of this now." Which, in truth, yes. So it hurts his pride. He ruins the mission, and gets, Starling say, gets in off. trouble because she shoots a woman holding a baby, even though the woman was a bad person. It's it is terrible gunfight scene and does not cuts. matter. They they shot it horribly, and the whole reason they did that entire sequence was to get her face on a newspaper for Lecter in Italy to see it. Yes. it was convoluted and garbage. They. They kind of took a... So, in, in the plot, they take a bad situation of her getting, like... Of her being in this failed bust. Well, it wasn't a fail. They all... All the criminals died. Right. They got but the some FBI people died, too. They lost an agent who got immediately, at the beginning, capped by a shotgun. Just And it, and it didn't look good that she shot a woman holding a baby. baby. After the woman holding the baby pulled out a uh, Mac-10 Mac and shot her. Right. More than once. Mm-hmm. Which I'm pretty sure... She gets shot a lot in this movie. She does. Yeah, like five times, maybe? Yeah. Four from the from the Mach 10. And then... One at the end. One at the end. But we'll get there. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that's that's a good summary of this movie is... We'll get there, unfortunately. Yeah, this... This, this movie is barely worth talking about. I, it, I, I, I'll disagree with that. I, I could call it a cautionary tale for making thrillers. Yeah, how not to make a horror movie. Right. And this is not the way to do it. And There's no suspense even. like they, There isn't. They, there really they isn't. They try so hard to build it that it kills the suspense because you're just waiting for something to finally fucking happen. It, it, they're trying to do the Jaws thing where you barely see Lecter until like he's a presence in the plot. But they, they set it up in Jaws way better by like them talking about the shark... Or you see a glimpse of it from right. time to time. Or it attacks somebody and you just never see the shark. Like, yeah, the very first attack anything. in Jaws is it's a woman who swims out to a buoy and then she gets dragged under. Right. Yeah. You don't actually ever see the shark. Right. But it's just, it's effective. It's of, enough to, yes. to make you excited for more. It's mm-hmm. the threat of the shark 
keeps you on the edge of your seat. Like, all right, when when is it going to get our heroes? Or oh, when's it going to strike next? And see, that's the reason the first Jaws is so much better than the ones that come after. Literally it. all of the others. And this movie, because it knows how to... Spielberg how to knows how it. to pace his suspense. I was about to say, what hurts this movie the most and what kills all of its suspense is the pacing. Right. It's they, just so slow. It is. <laughs> Honestly... And if, it all feels completely disconnected. They continue to do things back and forth where, A, we don't know what the fuck we're looking at half mm-hmm. the time because they haven't told us. B... We were just talking about this one thing for 10 grueling minutes. Boom. Different scene, different people. We've never seen them. We don't know who they work for. What is this? What makes this movie really bad is that it depends on you watching the other one first. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you hadn't watched the other one, you wouldn't understand this movie whatsoever. And I believe this is based on the third book as well. So if you if you have no context, like we came in with barely any context for this movie... I mean, maybe this... I don't. Why did this movie get a bunch of money, first of all? Secondly, this movie was clearly made for fans of the franchise who would come in and know every little minute detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a counterpoint to that, the Avengers movie, the first Avengers movie, if you went into that movie without ever having seen all the other ones, you could still follow the plot. Easily. Very easily. Any, even Infinity yeah. War or Endgame, where That's if you hadn't seen say. any of the Marvel movies... There's enough context to There's enough together. context to piece things together and enough plot to keep you going along. They give you no help in this Absolutely movie. not. That's what makes the Marvel movies so much Good. better <laughs> than this, is that they're all standalone. Yeah. Exactly. You can but they tell a cohesive story. Hell, yeah. to even bring it back to horror movies, you could watch any of the like Friday the 13th or to say that. Nightmare movies out of order, and there might be some continu- some continuity, like a character might show up. Right, that you, if you had seen the previous one, would be like, oh, hey, it's so-and-so. But yes, that's not- but, but there would be enough context to be like, oh, they're from the previous movie, or they die so early you don't care. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's not plot effective. It's like with the first Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the uh, not the, the new. Yes, actually, the remakes are pretty good. They're okay. I have I only haven't seen the newest one. I want to, but I enjoy all the others. I haven't seen the newest Just one about either. All the I mean, there's like nine timelines for yeah. the Halloween franchise, but for the, for the first, yeah, for the first two movies, if you say came into Halloween two without seeing the first one, they still set up that you can understand I mean, what the fuck is going the on. First Three minutes of the uh, second movie is the... They run through what happened in the first. The yeah, the recap. We don't get a fucking recap in this movie. We, we get, what was it, 30 seconds of a flashback? Yes. And, and then a minute of a video on a on a CCTV yeah, recording? Basically, she gets pulled off of what she's doing, like the drug bust, and put onto the Hannibal Lecter case. And it Trying took, to find him. And then she becomes obsessed. It took me forever, even... Even though I read that uh, it says FBI agent Starling, and if you hadn't seen the, f- if you hadn't seen the first movie in a while, you didn't remember. That her name is Clarice. That's Clarice Starling. That's and she's played by a different actress. So they a don't help horrible you there Southern either. accent. Oh yes, God. They don't say oh Agent Starling. She introduces herself as Agent Starling, but it doesn't click into place that it's like oh is that she's this is Clarice. Is she supposed to be Clarice from the? From Silence of the Lands. From Silence of the Lands, and apparently she is. They they genuinely they don't give you a single bit of help in understanding this movie at all at any point in time. No, the, as much as I I would be the person to be like a movie shouldn't shouldn't have to hold your hand. shouldn't have to hold your hand. This, this one does. This, if you're gonna make a two and a half hour movie that like, runs sense. on a treadmill for an hour, then you're gonna have to explain some things to me. Yeah. Namely, why the fuck did you make this movie? It it was entirely unnecessary. It was. Well, it happened like when we were watching. I was like, we were telling how the first hour really didn't matter. Right. The whole Italian cop plot was nothing. Right. He he gets killed. Like an hour. So in. basically, we watched this guy walk up, and he's seeing a guy interview for a job. Basically, and it turns out it's Hannibal. Right. To be the caretaker of a library. And this in is Italy. this is forty five minutes in. By the way. Yeah, after we've been introduced to a bunch of characters that do not matter. Mm-hmm. The only characters that do matter are the fourth victim and Clarice. And Clarice. 
And the the uh, asshole FBI guy. Right. Ray Liotta's character. Yes. What was yeah. it? That's, Paul? Paul? Was that his name? It was Paul. It was Paul. Yes. That's it. You, and I didn't even learn his name until the last scene with Hannibal. Where it was repeated a bunch of times. Right. And he goes, you got moved from uh, a kidnapping case to this one. It sounds like, it seems like a downgrade. Right. And Hannibal's already working everything out. Yeah. And so he looks up who this guy is and realizes, oh crap, it's Hannibal Lecter. It's Hector. Hannibal Lecter. And then he sees, oh, there's a $3 million uh, reward. Reward. Informa- information. information. Not his capture. Information. information. And he goes, I'm going to capture him. I'm going to bring him in. I want $3 million. And then he, for some reason, instead of calling from the police agency that he's in, goes to a payphone to report the sighting of him, and it goes, it doesn't answer, like and then it calls it back. Right. Somehow somebody calls the payphone back. back. Can, can, I, can I just take a side tangent and say Ridley Scott slash the writer of this movie doesn't understand how payphones fucking or work? doesn't understand how a lot of things work. But mainly payphones. Yeah, more than once a payphone is called. Four times. They call a payphone directly and somebody picks it up. The worst one. And it's the person who's supposed to get it. Yeah, the absolute worst one was when uh, the victim goes, call Carl. Call Carlos. Carlo. It was Carlo. It's like, call Carlo. And a random payphone somewhere Next near some to... diner goes off. And he picks it up and goes, hey. Like he knows who it is. It's like, does he carry that payphone around in their stupid right. sprinter van? There, There's a lot of things like, they didn't understand. Police procedure. They didn't understand. Oh, we'll get into that in a second. How payphones work. How IVs work. How IVs work. They didn't understand how a blood splatter would work. And basic anatomy, I mean, they didn't understand. I was about to say, it just... It, it's just... Also, it, as, as an overarching point, nothing that happened in this movie had a lasting effect or actually mattered to the story of Hannibal. Yes. No. The last 30 minutes did. Everything... If, if that. The last... I would, I would because say the last 12 minutes. I would say the last, the last act... And the flashback at the beginning where it sets up that, where it talks about uh, Clarice's trauma. That's it. Well, in all fairness, the movie actually didn't do anything to move the story forward because it ended where it began. That's what I'm saying. Hannibal was on the run and they don't know where he's at. Nothing changed. And she's traumatized by the fact that Hannibal has this creepy, like... He, he acts like he's the teacher and he's sleeping with his student. Right. Kind of relationship where she's my muse and I can't hurt her at all. And that's what I mean by saying there was no point to this movie. Nothing changes Hank. from the beginning to the end. Nothing has changed. The situation is no different. She's still traumatized. He's still free. And it's, and it's not like she got over her trauma or she became more confident because she... Right. The way... It, oh, also another thing mm. he doesn't understand, the no-fly list. Yeah, the no-fly list. He got put on the top ten most wanted. Only because he called them and complained that they took him off. And is still flying internationally. Without a problem. In coach. Right. Yeah, he's flying in coach, too. I was like, (laughs) oh, no. And bringing his own snacks. Also, this was set in 2001, so it was filmed before 9-11. So... I, I don't know. Uh, also, they, I will point out a very minor nitpick. They no, it wasn't, because, I mean, it could have been. Filmed. Osama Bin Laden was one of the most wanted. He was he was still on the FBI's most wanted, wanted list. He he was involved in a bunch of other bombings. Yeah, and then okay. he got, but he got moved up. He was number one when mm-hmm. after 9-11, but... And they misspelled his name. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. They said Osama. Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> Look... I, far be it for me to defend Osama bin Laden of but all people, people, but at least spell the man's name, name right. Right. Not that he deserves the respect. But I mean, I feel like it's been posted a lot of places. But more, how do you fuck that up? Yeah, exactly. How does that make it by editing? Also, it's supposed to be in the FBI's database. How does the FBI fuck that up? Right. 
That, that, yes. also, also, the warning for you're entering yeah, the you're FBI's not, not most wanted a, a most wanted the, list on, on, F- on this website. Also, the FBI's most wanted list is public knowledge. Like, right. You don't have to go to like a, a super secret. You can't have to sign website. in to see it. Everybody knows the FBI. That's kind of the point of a most wanted, wanted list. Right. So everyone can identify no. these people. See, this is why the FBI sucks in this movie because they have their wanted list behind a fucking paywall. Right. And so nobody knows what a Hannibal Lecter... you got to subscribe to their weekly newsletter to get it. <laughs> FBI Daily, where we have uh, sexism abound. Right. You're not wrong. That's like one of the subplots is, she strong woman must stop. Right. The, and it's, nobody wants to listen to the woman. It's really poorly written. It is. I mean, and you can do the, you could do this kind of story well, where they don't... Because she's a woman, they don't really trust her to have these big assignments... Or they could do the bullshit, you're too close to this. I mean, it, it has been done well before. It has. It really has. I <laughs> struggle to think of an example, but... I'm, I'm Again, I, this podcast has proved time and time again that I don't actually watch movies until, <laughs> unless it's for this podcast, so who knows. The best way to describe this movie is boring and aggravating. Yeah. <laughs> boring and yes. It quite <laughs> frustrating to watch because... Half the time that we were watching this movie, we were yelling at it for things that it either A, did incorrectly, or B, did inaccurately. Because the story itself could have so much more potential. It could. Yes, that's they, true. But this, it's written and directed been a good movie. so poorly. It could have been a good movie. They did it really It really is, badly. and I even think this script has potential. potential. Because there's a lot of like long dialogue scenes where, I mean, usually, as usual fashion when we do these... All of us are joking around during the movie and making stuff, but if there's there's a long dialogue scenes with Anthony Hopkins like acting his fucking heart out, and I love him, he's so good, and we're just on the end of our seat like soaking in every word. The thing right. is that we listen to Hannibal. I'd listen, give a lecture. I'd listen but, to Hannibal read the phone book. Right. But all the other people trying to monologue in this movie are so boring, oh, and that was, it's that was so another quiet. About the movie. It's just. You can't understand anyone because everyone's mumbling. For Hannibal, it works. Everyone else, speak the fuck up. For the love of God, I can't hear you. I mean, and the subtitles were off. They were like, like they were two words time. behind. Yeah, so we couldn't even read it with context. The the really poor thing about the way that the and it, it comes back to bad directing because all these people in this movie are good are good actors. Right. Now, well, they're. Also, what was the actor that we were looking for that we never saw? Um, Gary Oldman, apparently. Gary Oldman. Where the fuck was he? Was he the fourth victim? Was he the? He could be. I'm, I mean, Gary Oldman melts into a role. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna check real quick. But apparently, Gary oh, Oldman you mean was the fourth victim who was a pedophile and gay. Apparently. Don't let's not forget that. And came oh, yeah. out and they, straight up they said had it a on big tape. Problem with that. <laughs> and, they, they made a point of that. They made a they made a point that calling uh, calling Hannibal Lecter like a queer, a queer, yeah, and just saying like it, it's just really uncomfortable. It's just bad. it felt very forced. Yes, yeah, Gary did. Oldman, Mason Verger. Yeah, yeah, he was he was the fourth victim. victim. He did a great job. As so the you saw him victim. a lot. You just didn't recognize him because that's yeah. how good the prosthetics were. The prosthetics was. were fantastic, and also Gary Oldman acting in that role was. He did a great job in that role. Like well, I said, it's it not down. Very to, uncomfortable. It's not down to the actors. This movie isn't the actors' it's fault. The writing. I wouldn't even say it's the script's it's, fault. No, no, no. I, or the directing. It's, excuse me. Because, like, like I said, there's a lot of moments with just dialogue, and that's where the script just comes and shines. Or a lot of the like subtle stuff that you could write in of like the stage direction. Some of the stage direction that you would have in a script. Oh my god! Is the, good. The but framing of the certain fucking scenes. blocking in this movie drives me up the goddamn wall. I it am so int- awful. This movie is like kind of like Hannibal it's like himself. Teeth. Yes, it's kind of like Hannibal in himself, pretentious as fuck. Yeah. This movie has a rod shoved so far it's up, up its own ass, and it thinks it's so good. goddamn important. Like it really means nothing yeah. yes the movie was pointless it was and we, it really was we didn't even get past explaining what happened well, with the d- detective we so, can skip most well there is a scene where he hires a guy to uh 
try to mug Hannibal because he's like, he's going to grab your hand and he'll put and a we're fingerprint. we're going to get his fingerprint so I can get evidence it's, that it's him and yeah, get the money. We'll, get it, we'll let Xander rant about the uh, police procedure in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you go off in a minute, but let's get past this plot point. So, so he, he hires a, a common street thief which to try can, and quote unquote technically do but you're really not supposed to because if they figure out you if you figure out you hired him it's not admissible in court right because you broke the law to get yes. the evidence and so he it's like breaking into thief. someone's house and stealing something and say look it's evidence right. you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that look, if it was attained illegally you can't use it like i said just don't get caught is kind of the implication there but so go on he hires this thief to try and quote unquote steal Lecter's wallet and says, all right, wear this silver bracelet because when you try to steal his wallet, he'll grab you by the wrist and leave a print. We'll get a fingerprint. And then that's what shows the FBI. He goes to uh, get his wallet and is immediately figured out. Hannibal knows what he's doing. I mean, this dude was sussy as fuck. He was acting so weird, running, like chasing down Hannibal practically. So Hannibal... Turns around, bumps into him, stabs him, and gets away. At, at the time, he still does get the fingerprint. He does grab the fingerprint, yes. Um, that they later on get, what, like a 16-point match on? Yeah. Um, but Which is insanely high on so the fingerprint. The dude, that would most likely, in all fairness, be smudged in parcel, uh, be a parcel. Right. Yeah, the, you wouldn't get that many points, points on it. Not not with how that happened, but trust a person who's done at, who's done fingerprint analysis under uh, a fucking microscope. Yeah, no. Think like the most points or something like that is eighteen or something like that, and you get sixteen on that is insane. It's, it's insane. Wild. If I'm remembering correctly, and I could, it's been it's been years since I was uh, in a forensics in class. a forensics class, but I believe what was admissible in court was uh, it was like eight. If you can get eight points, okay. So to get 16 is insane. Quite insane. Right. That's but that's putting him away for life. <laughs> the the robber was like he he went to stab me in the uh in the in balls, the balls but he missed. missed which yeah. he absolutely did, did not, not miss. He wasn't aiming for your balls. Cuz basically what he did was he hit a major he hit the major orally running down into you right in the thigh. I forget what that one's called but um and femoral artery maybe? That sounds right. That does sound right. Um cuz femur yeah. yeah, femoral artery. Um, so he stabs that dude, bleeds and, out in seconds. In, in fairness, if you do get hit there, you're pretty much screwed. You're dead. Yeah, yeah. You have to keep pressure on it. But the cop was just like, cop literally no, pulls no. his hand no, off no. of the wound and you goes, die. "Let me look." And then, the, boom, dead. <laughs> or the, my alternative thing is is Hannibal could have like tried to puncture because it was on his the guy's left side. Yeah, he could have tried to puncture the spleen or something like that too. Wait. But he did. No, it was on the guy's right side. It was on the right. Never yeah. mind. Then he hit an artery. Yeah. He pretty much bled out like immediately. Yeah. Either way, and you're Hannibal fucked. gets away, and the cop washes his, the blood off his hands and or whatever. Sends the uh, somehow the uh, fourth victim gets the bracelet. Yeah. Because there's a scene with him having the bracelet. I think they they sent that bracelet. See, oh, no, 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 I'm not contrary to myself. Problem. Is a. Uh, no, no, no. The Italian police officer is working with the guys that he hired to get Hannibal. But it's it's oh, so okay, that makes because they're so Sardinians, yeah, fucking yeah. convoluted to try to figure out who is who and what they're trying this to do. This fucking jigsaw puzzle of a movie. It, I, I am, I am heated trying to put together this it garbage movie. And as soon as <laughs> yes. the uh, the robbery happens, Hannibal knows the cop knows who he is at right. this point. Right, and and he knows. The cop. And is like, okay, he meets well, I'm going to keep an eye on you now. Out of play. And like goes, after the opera. After, after the, the opera, opera. And introduces himself to his wife. And kisses, kisses her. And like hand. charms her. Yeah. Is real charming and Hannibal Lectory. Yeah. Very, very manipulative. Yeah. I was like, well, he just bites her finger off right there. And then, yeah. But no, he's really charming. He plays the part. Sterling figures out, oh crap. He's in Italy because an Italian police officer did his job. Right. One of very few cops in this movie that actually do their fucking job. And sent yeah. the pictures of him to the FBI. He he sent he sent the he sent pictures and he sent uh, a um, VHS tape of the uh, 
him at the jewelry store. Yeah, yeah. Buying like, perfume for Clarice because yeah, that he ends up spraying on a letter that he sends to her. Well, yes. God, that scene was stupid too. Yeah. So the, he he goes to a jewelry store. Forensic perfumists. <laughs> which, in all fairness, is an actual thing that certain oh, yeah, people. It's can an do. actual thing that could work, but it's like immediately. The way they did it was so stupid. Basically, he sends the letter by mail. Overseas. From Italy. From Italy to Vegas, which immediately gets repackaged and sent to D.C. So that they don't know that he's in Italy, even though he knows they know. Right. It's stupid. Which, you know, would take a week to get over from overseas to get here. Right. And then another couple of days to get shipped from Vegas to D.C. It would DC. not smell like that it anymore. Would, all the smell would be gone. It would just smell like a letter. Yeah. It would smell like... Whatever vehicle it was transported in. Yeah. Probably cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. It was transported with in this cigarettes. movie, yeah. With you this know, smoking movie. in a church. Yeah. I don't know when this I don't I don't know that that was a church. What it was, was the it? library. Yeah. Which that was is the even, library. That's even worse. Yeah, that's worse because you damaged the, the recordings or the records. The and really shit. nice books. Yeah. And papyrus and shit, because it's it's implied to be like a really old a library. historical library. Because mm-hmm. he's because Hannibal's giving lectures to like scholars and stuff about so, stuff in the library. Old farts, yeah. And it's like he knew <laughs> the cop was gonna come get him that night. Yeah. Because he was very ready. He was ready. With his special hand truck. <laughs> He was very ready, and the slides he had showed his ancestor. Yeah, showed one of his an- one of the cops' ancestors being hanged, and, and well, uh, drawn and quartered. Yeah, and then hung at the neck till dead. But yes, and look, we can talk about how Hannibal doesn't actually draw and quarter the guy like you're supposed to, because he kills the cop in a similar manner. In a similar manner, he tr- he draws also, and quarters him. The very stereotypical Hollywood. Co- yeah, All right, that, we should have had a counting gag of how many fucking times people Hannibal uses chloroform to knock people out, and, and the chloroform seconds. seconds. The chloroform takes like not even thirty seconds, like two. Yeah. No, it was more like the, when he knocked the cop out, it was like ten seconds. But that was just because it was more dramatic. He was fighting. Yes, he knocked the uh, officer out, and he he not he's not he's knocked a, he knocked a bunch of pe- other people out in like two seconds. Just but. Anyway, so he he cuts this dude's stomach, he, he, hangs him off a balcony, vertically. And his entrails fall Let's out. not forget that. I don't. He, I don't know how graphic you want to get on this. I podcast, don't give a shit. But... There's a fucking uh, explicit warning. Okay, cool. So he cut clearly. He, yes, I know. Like he cuts him like sternum down. It's he actually he starts at starts like, off the waist. Da- he starts at the waist up, and goes and up it's to a the very sternum. Short cut too. He. He, With a kookery, goes, by the way. <laughs> and it yeah, just, I forgot about that. Whoop, and it's it's like he unzipped him. Like, <laughs> that's what it looked like. Yes. And it was so quick. He just went, whoop. And Which, the entire stomach falls out. All the entrails and everything just fall out when he pushes him over the rail. Yeah. And he goes, and he, he just, just hangs there. But he said, uh, he said, like, something about his wife to him. Yeah, we never see that resolved. He said something about, he's like, I'm going to uh, eat your I'm wife. I'm going to eat your wife. And then kills the guy. But cool. like, whatever. That that and never then, happens. Uh, the Sardinian, like the little brother, encounters him and he slits his throat. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it he dies he, immediately. Well, he goes, hello or something like that and slits his throat and he flies like 10 feet back. Yeah, dude through goes chairs. through like a pile of chairs <laughs> and is already oh bled out by the time somebody else gets there. Also, uh, again, as the sort of forensic person in the room. Uh, that's not how that works at all. It's not all. how a artery not, bleeds. No. Because the way... Unless you, like... I can't even justify it, like, this, the way this movie does it. It's just... You it, cut an artery, it's going to spurt, because that thing's under pressure. Yeah, how I can how I can say is, how an artery uh, bleeds is uh, high velocity. Yes. Right. It's it's going to spread. And how, and how he bled was low. Yeah, it just pooled out around it, him. It was kind of like if he got shot in the head. And it just pulls, yeah, mm-hmm. because the the blood vessels in your head and in you know in that area aren't under a tense amount of pressure, right? Mm-hmm. But an artery, especially the freaking the ones in your neck, are under intense pressure. Oh, by the way, these Sardinians have been hired by the fourth victim to feed Lecter to pigs. pigs. 
which is one of the most interesting plot points in this movie, and even then, not so much. But also, it's incredibly clumsy. It yeah. is. What? Terrible. This movie is so clumsy. Like, it, I... It's clumsy in a high-class sort of way, which is well, hilarious. I know it's my literal job right now, but I don't even want to talk about this stupid movie anymore. It's so dumb. We're <laughs> only halfway through it. I know, and I... I it's, it's infi- like you said, John, it is infuriating to try to piece together what was actually going on in this movie. Right, well, because, because we, we are... The mental acrobatics the viewer is expected to perform just to make this somehow connect is wild. The thing because is... Because it's all so disconnected. Immediately after the uh, Italian police officer is killed and he does all this... It cuts to her being, uh, it cuts to the, uh, fourth dude, the fourth victim, paying off Joe to get her off the case. Joe Mama. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> Paul. Paul. Paul, yeah. What, what's this nuts? Generic, Generic FBI asshole. agent. Ray Liotta's character. Yes. Paying I'd him ra- off. I'd rather be watching Goodfellas. <laughs> and I would be too. To get her off. That's and actually a good movie, though. It's like, Why? <laughs> Why does the fourth victim want her off the case? Because she's going to figure it out. No, she isn't. I can't even figure it out. She didn't figure out anything. Hannibal literally comes to them. Again, I wouldn't wouldn't be able to figure... I wasn't able to figure this movie out, and I had an omniscient narrator point of view. How the fuck are any of the characters figuring things out without Hannibal Lecter leading them by the hand? And he he really does. He we, does. We get to the scene. I don't, I don't remember where it falls in it. because Who none cares? Of it fits. Well, in all fairness, it's the next thing that happens because she gets let off. Hannibal is shown to be back in the United States because okay. he breaks into the dude's house, takes Somehow. his mail. And then breaks into her house, house while she's asleep and like sets up a nice little... Candlelit thing. It's to it's a display to show that he's in power. And uh, and then the next morning when she wakes up, he gets on a phone call with her. A very polite. Phone also, call. the ad placement in this movie, spot Pretty on. The fucking yeah. Um, but first they, thing you see is Mountain Dew and Pepsi, then Verizon, then Gucci. <laughs> um, he he literally walks her through finding him, uh, up to a up to a point. Like he and, goes. This battery's not going to last long. You need to replace it. I put I put one of when them on the charger, charger for, for you. you. So we'll disconnect we'll for what? Three, three seconds? seconds? Go. And then she disconnects. And then it starts the best scene in the entire movie. And it lasts, what, maybe eight minutes? I'd say ten. Okay. Eight to ten. It starts so, with her walking out the house and getting in her car. Right. And, and she is on the, the phone, phone with Hannibal the entire time. And it is the best interaction between the two of them in the whole movie. And the best sequence in the whole movie because when it first because starts it is it's almost like they're working together in a very interesting way yeah it really mm-hmm. does play up their character dynamics and it's it's cool it starts she gets in the car and then you assume he's in the van that pulls out behind her but and it you, kind of frames it that way until she gets to a, a mall and then you realize oh it's the sardinians are yeah, after her the sardinians are following or following her, her because her. they know that they'll lead her to hannibal mm-hmm. or, or that He'll, she'll lead them yes, to hannibal yes, yes, yes. Um, and so we go through this sequence of Hannibal kind of like dancing around Clarice while he's guiding her. And even to a point where she's standing in front of a merry-go-round and he swings around beside it and just like brushes her hair. And it was so unsettling, but cool. And she gets a glimpse of like this, the back side of his head. And it was so good. It was shot so well too. It was the only part of this movie that was shot nicely. The entire time he's monologuing. Uh-huh. And he's like, they put you off the case because you would figure it out. You want to protect the sheep, this something sheep. And he was just he's going like building on and up. on. Building her and up. It, it, was, it was the most suspenseful part of the movie, too. Because he's, he's simultaneously complimenting her, but also throwing a bunch of shade on her. And then he has these subtle little hooks of like asserting that he has he's in control he's in here control you have situation. no power i have everything I have everything like talking about you know they know you would solve the case too quickly and but and then, too bad you're off the case now like yeah and then what do you think they'll reinstate you if you bring me in right give you do a you nice think, medal and do you think the people who hate you as much as you hate them are going to reinstate you and give you a medal will that satisfy you and 
doing Hannibal Lecter like how like, he should be done. Yeah, like the character is where he psychoanalyzes people and breaks them down and like because he is he, was a he sh- is an MD by the way. Yeah, he know. was an MD. He knows because wasn't he like he, he was, was a, a psychiatrist. That's how, got, that's how he got his first victims. Is he was a psychiatrist and he lured them lured them to a false yeah. sense yeah. of security. And so he is the king of psychoanalyzing psychoanalyzing people and breaking them down and manipulating them to his whims. And it's just a master a master class of him doing this. Like convincing the fourth victim to cut his own face off. Yes. Um, that was poorly shot, by the way. Yeah, that was stupid as shit. But regardless, we're not going to go back to that because we'll just rant. Oh, hell no. And, so and the, it ends with a game of hot scene, and cold. <laughs> right. The best scene in the movie ends with him playing hot and cold Running out of he runs out of the mall and then gets boom tasered and captured, and uh, that was you know that was kind of anticlimactic for that scene because he's been doing all these daring escapes. He killed the other police coming after him, and he gets he gets tased. He gets tased like they walk up behind him, tase him, and then literally just looks like they tase an old man. man. (laughs) He's like ah. And, and then they, they, yeet him in, they yeet him into the freaking truck. The van and drive away. And then asshole FBI guy says, no, you're still not on this case, bitch. And the, the, the fucking director of the FBI is out there. And he is like, well, you know, we'll, we'll run the plates, but, but we're I'm not, not going to believe you. This case. We're not, belie- we're not going to believe, you know, this trusted agent who brought Hannibal, who, who like, who literally the is the reason Hannibal's here. With Hannibal. Yes. She's the reason Hannibal's here. Yes. And she's also, if we tie it back to the first movie, from what I remember of it, honestly, she caught another serial killer because of her connection with Hannibal. So she is, she's more trustworthy than these other assholes. And so, like, then we get this, this almost res- rescue sequence of her trying to break Hannibal out. Well, she tells him, alright, go search the fourth victim's house, because that's most likely where he's going to be at. Right, but they didn't move him there yet. No, they until waited. after the police left. So, they, she instead uses her lock-picking car to sneak through right. a pasture and get to the fourth victim's house. The first thing is that it has the very iconic scene where he's strapped onto a, a, uh, a, hand, a hand truck. And has his ma- they didn't put his mask on yet. But, but the fourth victim is talking like, about how... They're gonna eat his feet, and well, leave. it's we're gonna start with your feet eating first, and then it's gonna eat its way up or something and like he's, that. He's the, the rest of the feeding won't be for seven hours, hours or whatever. And he's trying to be threatening, like he's trying to do a Hannibal style monologue. But Hannibal doesn't fucking care. He doesn't. He's deadpan, just looking at him like he's smiling. He he's like a very slight smile, and then Hannibal just caps it off and reasserts that he's in power by saying, "I like you the way you are. I like you perfect, just how you are." And it's like, oh god, like, um, it's just that, like, yes, the lock picking car. Yeah. The, Han- one sec. I was gonna say Hannibal, his best characteristic is being able to, like, as a viewer, you watch him just start monologuing, and then you feel like that creep up your spine. You feel yeah. like, oh no, we're going with the lock picking car. I know there's a rant behind that. Yeah. She. Uh, so she's pulling up to this pasture that presumably connects to the fourth victim's house. And there's a locked gate. She puts her car right up against it's it, a, and suddenly the gate's open. And she just drives through. She just drives it through. It just opens. Uh, even though it had a chain and a lock on it. A very rusty chain and lock, but that doesn't and excuse what it. I, what I think they want us to assume is that she broke through it, but she had no... She, she drove was, like she was a mile stopped. an hour Yeah, she was fully gate. stopped, and it, it was like she just took her foot off the brake while it was in drive, and it just rolled forward. Yeah, it just rolled forward. Uh, and then she drove and she her... she drives through a field of cows. She drove her old car with clearly not four, four-wheel drive or anything through a pasture. Right. And uh, the, 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 real, the real movie of this... So we'll get into what would happen to Hannibal if this was all real life, but... My image now is her just getting stuck in a giant like cow patty. Right, or like hitting a hitting a, car a gets bogged down in the grass, and she just can't move because her car is bottomed out. But so she busts into this place to pull this daring rescue of Hannibal while he is he's, what he's he's, he's on like look he he's he on a forklift like crucified. crucified. 
with an IV that wouldn't work, work, as you guys informed me, you need a machine for an IV. To yes. control the dosage. Um, yes, I was in a really bad car accident recently, so... <laughs> I remember. It, it doesn't control the dosage, it would just release automatically, like, full through you. It controls the drip rate. And so uh, I, you would overdose almost immediately. I was I was in the ER less than a year ago, and they had to put me on an IV, but I did not pay attention to it, because I was delusional from how sick I felt. Um, uh... But, I had nothing else better to do. But uh, <laughs> they... So she busts in where he's all strapped up. He's got his mask on and everything. And they're going to feed him to these 500-pound really? pigs. In the wide shots, it's real pigs. But in the close, it's a really bad-looking really puppet. Really bad puppets. Yes. And uh, so she pops in before the pigs are released. And the two... Uh, Sardinians are still trying to get to where they can release the pigs. There's also and a creepy line from Hannibal where he tries to get the guy to react to him by saying uh, something about... I bet you smell worse than your little brother, brother does right now. Did. Yeah, does right, right now. now. Like, uh, oh. you know. And uh, so Clarice shows up. There's an argument for a moment where the Sardinian is not speaking English. And she's yelling, she's and like, she shoots FBI, them. get down, or something like that. And, and he they, says something in Italian. They pretend not to know English. Right. And even she, though there's, she shoots like, them. <laughs> there's maybe, like, six or seven Italian words total in this movie. Right. That's set mostly and in Italy. And one of them is said by Hannibal. <laughs> yes. And uh, so she shoots them, and then releases Hannibal. She shoots one guy just, like, straight through the... The straight fruit, through the heart, fruit, and then the other like one a heart, the main, the main guy, she shoots straight through the heart, and the other guy in the leg, and handcuffs them together. Yeah, and um, so <laughs> and then again, we'll get to the police procedural part in a second. She releases Hannibal. She cuts one hand off, restraints, and he and, goes, "There's one behind me." Yeah, yes, and, uh, you forgot one. There's one behind me, and she shoots him. She shoots the guy, but he gets a shot off on her shoulder, and yeah. she's delirious and. So she, passes, she out. passes out, and Hannibal cuts himself loose, picks her up, and is like going to carry as soon her as out the of there heroically. Break through. As the pigs break in, and he just stands there while the pigs go around him and eat the Sardinians. Because it was set up in one of the few bits of foreshadowing that this movie decided we were privileged we, enough we, to get. Right, we were allowed to have. Is that. You play people's the you play the sound of people screaming and you expose the pigs to blood and, and they just they'll go into a feeding frenzy. Yes, they'll be like uh, piranhas. They'll just like right. eat whatever. And, and so they eat the sardinians and, and Hannibal starts to walk out. Right, and then the fourth victim shows up with his lackey that's been mistreated this entire time. Well, yeah, he's been a total ass to him the entire time. And Hannibal, so the the fourth victim, by the way, goes, for those of you that haven't seen the movie. Is in an uh, an automated wheelchair, wheelchair. and the fourth vic- uh, victim has this helper whose name I don't care Carl- to remember. Uh, Carlos. A- or something again, I don't like care to remember. But there was a scene early on when he like throws some abuse this guy's way, and I'm like, "What's stopping this guy from just smothering you and your?" Right. With a At the beginning pillow. of the movie, and he goes, "So you're gonna stick with me for the feeding, right?" And he goes, "I would rather not, rather not, or will or not, will not." And so. Hannibal turns around to the guy pushing the wheelchair and goes, goes, Quick, pick up the gun. Shoot him. Don't let him get away. And Hannibal goes, Why don't you just push him in and say, Say, I I did did it. it. And (laughs) so the guy basically just goes, Okay, and pushes the dude in. He goes, Okay. Puts his chair and locks it to go automatically forward and he can't switch it. And it just goes, Straight into the pig pen and he gets eaten as well. Thank God. And uh, (laughs) Hannibal and Nothing of value was lost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hannibal and Clarice escape. And then we get into the last 30 minutes. But before we do, I think we need to address the police procedural aspect of this movie. Yeah, go for it, Xander. Pop off. I mean, <laughs> and how I've shitty complained. it was. It's like they don't understand how anything works. They're like, herp, derp, cop slow. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, they, they have a scene where... Like, first of all, when he first tries to fly back to the United States, he'd be pulling a no-fly list. Like, immediately. Yeah. And it's not like he's trying to disguise who he is. He is. No, no, no. He flies as Hannibal. <laughs> like so dumb. Then he gets back, and it's like, no one knows who he is. It's not like he's on the FBI most wanted list. People would see his face. He's also a famous killer in this universe. Right. Like, everyone knows who he is. There was like a book written about him or some shit. Yeah, like, he is He is he's comparable a, to Osama he bin is, Laden. He is 
insanely and no famous. I think like. you mean Usama. Usama, bin. excuse me. I'm so. That's sorry. how you know it's not our universe. It's Usama bin Laden. Right. This right. Is, this is the alternate universe. So a guy who's up there with infamy of us. Of Osama bin Laden, just can just walk on a plane, fly to the U.S., walk through a mall. Just the only thing disguising his face is sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, and also when he's in Italy, how the fuck does nobody not recognize him? And he literally just walks around in broad daylight in a in a. He goes and eats out every night. He literally went to eat out to send the mess to send the uh, mail to her. And then went when he to writes the, the letter. Yes. He's doing the most public things ever when he's supposed to be hiding out. And it's, yes, it's the playoff. Oh, he has an ego. But how the hell is he not playing up like he has an ego and he's so much smarter than them? It's like, he's not. (laughs) There's a thing called an idiot plot where the plot only works if everyone is an idiot. And this is one. This This is like the prime example. This plot only works because everyone but Hannibal is an idiot. And... They also overcorrect on Hannibal too, and make him like supernaturally better than everybody. They make else. him supernatural better, and they they really play on his narcissistic side, which is yes, that's a part of the character. But the other part of the character is that he has this like he's sophisticated, but they really play up the oh he's full of himself. Yeah, much like, like this movie. The thing is, what Hannibal is is he the whole point of the Sons of the Lamb is he feeds on high society. Right. He's literally class he that's only only high society mm-hmm. and this movie doesn't matter he, he doesn't care anymore for some reason yeah but we don't he know loses why. his mo like immediately. immediately yeah and then we get after a bunch of bumbling uh, by the police yeah we gotta talk about this sorry we get to the really fucked uh, up parts of the stitches movie. are up yeah so and that's how they start he, he stitches her up and she wakes up he removes the bullet uh, and stitches her up, and she wakes up in a different outfit, which means he has a different outfit. Her. Outfit that doesn't fit her. No, no, the, it doesn't. It's he, very bad. He bought her a Gucci dress that is slipping off her titties and the put whole her time. in Gucci heels. That's yeah, like some like sponsor heels. What what I think is I don't think it was meant to not fit her. I think it just didn't. I think the that's on the costume department. Yeah, I was about to say it's in in the movie. It's not intended to not. Fit it's supposed her. to. It's, it's supposed that. to be like a really tight dress. Yeah, they just didn't it, do it right. And so she should be like exposing herself nonstop. But whatever, we'll hand wave that for the other awful parts. Oh, of this that's movie. also a bad part of this movie. It's like every guy goes, "Oh, drill tits." Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that too. All the policemen are obsessed with tits made from like ink. the dude. Like, the dude goes he she's sitting in a lit corner listening to the tapes and he doesn't know she's there because he goes right. what's underneath this post-it stamp yeah he's looking at a piece of art of a nude woman with a post-it Hannibal drew it o- on the end of the uh, letter yep with with a post-it over the tits and he's like oh i'm gonna move the post-it and like looks up like under a teenage it. horn dog and uh-huh. then she lets the audio play out loud and he jumps like he just shit himself but I, I'm going to delay us talking about the last 30 minutes of the movie again to talk about the fact that she plays his recordings over, nonstop. She over. is obsessed with She's listening like, to She's like leaned back, reclined, relaxing, listening to these things. Like it's fucking ASMR. Like, like she, at one point... She went to sleep listening to yes, one. Yes, literally. She falls asleep quite literally. listening to him, like, stroke her, stroke her ego. If, if the... I haven't seen any more movies in this series past this one. But if the next one is not her becoming Hannibal Lecter, I swear. It's because not. Because she is obsessed with this man. And so, I don't want to talk about this as much as we we got to. Oh, we have to discuss this. We can speed through it. Are we, we will. Are we talking about the, yes, the dinner? The dinner well, scene. Well, she wakes up and is coolly stoned with effects of drugs. Like morphine, specifically. Yeah. She's, the camera Lots of overdoes it. Just Horrible, horrible dissolving uh, i will also say when it wakes up it shows I hate it sh- shows her shoes and i'm like okay that gets the point across and, and then, then it slowly, then it slowly goes up her leg and like i'm like all right camera calm down all Chill. right all right ridley i hate, yeah. I hate to see it on. but i think the cuts in saw were better than this you're not wrong god i hate those movies too yeah but the, it's at least you don't go away from those movies thinking, man, this movie was 
up its own ass. No, because I go into those movies knowing they're going to be ass. You're not wrong. And <laughs> I thought this was going to be good because people are obsessed with this movie. And mm, I was lied to. <laughs> she gets up and you hear a saw going. Yeah, some sort of bone saw, which you saw Hannibal steal. steal earlier in the movie in a very quick scene yeah it and was it it literally was like oh shit i want to do this for the final scene we got to get this in here somewhere which they really didn't they didn't need to they they we could we could have just assumed hannibal had one like it was cool it was nice that it came back but it probably should have played in a little more yeah of like we have a you should have set this up like a mystery and then the final scene was the culmination of the mystery right not this whole like meandering bullshit but speaking of meandering bullshit she gets out of her room and goes to call like the police immediately on the phone and the cord's been cut and so under the effects of morphine she manages to reconnect a phone line call 911 from experience i can tell you it's it may not be uber complicated but it's not easy either Mm, also especially when you're under the effects of well if you're gonna do it you need if you're going to rewire it, do that together, you're going to need stuff to hold the wires together. Right. Which you can't she just, clearly didn't you have. You can't just wrap them around each other. It doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. Well, what we call them, you need wire nuts. Right. Yeah. Or at least some E-tape. Yeah, let, just wrap it together. Just, it, it, regardless, the phone aside, she calls the police and they say, we'll be there soon. Stay on Ten the phone. Minutes, stay on or the try line. to get out the house. Right, and she just You know, the, the smart down. thing to do. And goes directly into the dining room where Hannibal is serving Doesn't dinner. go directly in the dining room. She stumbles around, finds a snow globe, sees Hannibal, and walks in. Right. And the snow globe leads to nothing. Uh, it leads to an attempt at humor. Right. Which this this whole scene an attempt. felt like an attempt at humor with gruesome, unnecessary shit thrown in. You see... Uh, Paul. Paul. Sitting in a strapped chair, strapped in a wheelchair, strapped in a wheelchair, going. He's like he's like all smiley. They, and they can't see you. Delusional. He's all loofy and everything, and he's wearing a hat. But you can see blood dripping out. Coming the out hat. from under the hat, which is an allusion to something that happens in the same scene, but much later, because it felt like it dragged on to me. Um, it really did. Well, because it did because he started having a conversation with all of them. Right, he, he was... And he kept saying, Paul, uh, if you don't have anything to add in conversation, don't, don't, don't say speak. anything. Don't speak. Um, which was another attempt at humor. Right. And Paul is being very polite, un- uncharacteristically polite, and it's because he's drugged. He's drugged as shit, yeah. And he makes him drink a little bit more drugs. Yeah. And then... Uh, they take the ball cap off, off, and, and it, you see a the scene. There's an incision Paul's around head. his head. And... They zoom uh, in, yeah, and Hannibal gruesomely finishes his it off and pulls the head, scalps him, scalps him, yeah, mm-hmm. and pulls like the skull cap back, and you see just brain. And he's it's just well like, done shot. It's well done shot. Yeah, and, the, and, and he the goes, prosthetic is very nice, but it's still disgusting. He goes. The interesting thing is, the brain doesn't feel that much pain. The brain feels no, no pain, pain because there are no, no. actual like receptors. But and he's going into this anatomy thing, and he cuts. He goes. Oh, and this is the cap, the sack of fluid that protects the brain. He cuts it open, pulls it back, and then he cuts a part of the dude's brain out. He goes, this "This is the manners. manners. It's part of the prefrontal cortex. And then throws it into the frying pan. Which he has a bunch of aromatics in. in literally like three seconds. It's the scene that this movie's remembered for. Yeah, and then feeds it to Paul. Feeds Feeds him him his his own own brain. And then Paul proceeds to do something rude. He goes, ah, Paul, I told you if you did it, you're going to have to go eat at the kitty's table. And he wheels him into the, into into the, the kitchen, kitchen to, to clean up. Um, and through that scene, I learned a new hard limit for me. I don't think I can watch that kind of thing she anymore. She kept begging for wine. Yeah, she kept asking for wine. and he, he goes, That and wouldn't go well with the morphine. Like, that, I don't think that would mix well with the morphine. I'm like, no shit, woman. No, it would not. She's probably that trying to kill, kill herself. I would. Uh, same. And but I don't want to see that. I, I don't think I could watch that kind of scene again. That's just... The, it's the, just gr- the messed the up gr- scene. The gratuitous stuff like that is not entertaining to me. It's just It gross. isn't to me. It's just... it. I don't get grossed out by it. It's just, like, disturbing. To me, all I can think is, I feel that. I, yeah, I, feel I just it. don't want to watch The fact it. that she has to sit there and, and watch, watch it. Yeah. I thought just... he was going to feed it to her. Yes. And then... A little bit on that. The, yeah. 
and then the the cops arrive. Uh, she oh, wait, opens, wait, she on, opens on. it yeah, to I'm, see I'm, him uh, prepping more and stuff. And she tries to attack him with and a candlestick. And he throws stick. a towel over the dude's head. Yeah, over the, over the exposed brain. She tries to attack him with a candlestick holder. And he catches her, obviously. She's drugged out of her She's fucking She's still mind. barely... She can't come up the effects of morphine. Slams her up against the fridge and is Twice. like inter- uh, intimidating her. She tries to attack him again. He slams her up against it again. Pulls the door open, drops her ponytail in, and slams it shut and breaks Pre- off the handle. So she can't go fucking anywhere. And while he does that, she handcuffs one of those, them It's to one of those other. old fridges that locks. So she handcuffs herself to him. And well, he says... After he fucking sexually assaults her. Yeah, that was just bad. God. That was just a bad scene. That made me more Cringe. uncomfortable than it the was, brain. God, no. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to see that cut. That's my hard limit. I don't yeah. want to see that. Again. Sexual. God, no. Let's moving on. Yeah. And so he says, I don't really have a lot of He goes, time. where's the key? So where's the key to the cuffs? And she doesn't say anything. So he pulls out a butcher's knife. And puts her hand down on a cutting board mm-hmm. next yes. to the fridge above, and goes above the wrist or below. Whoa. And then pulls back the knife and he swings After, it down. As he comes down, screams. smash cuts. Yeah, smash cuts to her screaming. Also, this because this movie doesn't do anything subtly or, slow, or quickly, you forgot that there's a lot of buildup. He raises it up, we wait, we zoom in, she's begging... Oh, I don't there's a whole that. lot of bullshit. And all I all I know is that the entire time this happening, smashing back and forth between the cops coming. Yeah. And it looks like they have a freaking army For coming. Real. They've got like what ten police These cars. cars. They got a chopper coming as well. With how, but for some reason the chopper is flying slow enough to stay with the police cars. Right. With with how drugged up she was, she probably reported that she found Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so. We see her after the cops get there, standing out on the bank, looking af- after where a boat was, and she sees it taking off, it's slowly drifting away, and she has both of her hands. So, so like, we assume that Hannibal cut his own hand off because he can't harm her, and so he gets away again. And, and the next scene that we get is him on a plane, plane opening, coach. right, right, flying coach. Uh, sitting next to a kid where he is opening a meal that he has prepped for himself for the plane. And uh, he... It's the meal that he was eating with Clarice at dinner. Right, including a tiny Tupperware of brain. And the kid's going, what's that? Oh, that's caviar. And what's that? That's That's fig. He goes, it's a fig. And what's what's that? that? Oh, I don't think you'd like that. And the kid goes, it smells good. I want to try it. So he feeds the child brain he goes my mother told me i'm pretty sure she told you it's good to experience new things and, and then feeds it to him, him and the movie that's ends. where the movie ends and it's just so disturbing it's so fucked. It, that's fucked man and, and I, I saw it i looked at it and i was like i feel like this movie's gonna drag for the like first hour or however and the last 30 minutes are gonna be slam pack intense he said that for the record he said that during the opening credits. credits and it was did that <laughs> excruciatingly bad god i hate this I, I believe my comment the, was we could dig a trench with how much this dragged yeah i said plow a field but the, the sentiment still stands <laughs> it just it we we net zero from this movie <laughs> Literally, actually no no we don't because i lost four dollars renting it <laughs> yes you did <laughs> <laughs> i thought this movie was actually going to be good amazon prime i want a refund it has Four and like five eight stars. Again, I we we go back to that line from fucking Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I uh, uh, Happy Madison. I award you no points, and may God, may have, God have mercy, mercy on, on your soul. soul. It's, it's and not, not one statement did Billy you Madison. mention anything that came close to the to industrial a, to a coherent answer. answer. I award you no, no points. points. We are God no, we are all dumber for, for having, having heard, heard it. it. Yeah, that's Billy Madison. I would you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. A simple wrong would have sufficed. So, with that ringing endorsement, uh, let's play our game of higher and lower, gents. Awesome. Yeah, we'll start with John. Uh, give me a number, I'll tell you higher or lower. I was actually prepared this time. I, so, 
my logic for this, this is a shit movie, so it can't be too high. But people are obsessed with this movie, so it's going to be higher than I think it ever would deserve. I'm going to say 41%. It's higher. I was going to say, like, 87. It's lower. The audience gave it 62. We literally split the difference. Yeah. You want to hear what the critics gave it? 40. Fuck! (laughs) I'm with the critics on this one. Uh, the critic consensus is while superbly acted and stylishly filmed, I can take umbrage with that. No, it isn't. Hannibal lacks the character interaction between the two leads, which made the first movie so engrossing. Yes. Yes, it did. <clears throat> this one's just bad. If it's you want to watch a good Hannibal movie, watch Silence of the Lambs. Don't watch this one. Don't watch this one. Probably don't watch any of the other ones if this one is any indication. Yeah. So, uh, I've, I'm pretty sure our final verdict is clear, but just to hear it. So are we throwing our tomatoes or are we keeping them? Shucking them. I, absolutely pelting this movie with tomatoes. I will engineer a cannon. Specifically Wait, are we going to make a tomato cannon? Specifically designed to launch tomatoes at this movie. We yeah. can do that. Fuck this shit. This I, will, movie was... I will put more effort into throwing tomatoes at this movie than actually watching it. That's well, true. And By the fairness... way, they, they can attest to the fact that I was so bored watching this movie, I got up to make lasagna. Yes. <laughs> and, so you ate the tomatoes. I, I ate my tomatoes. They don't deserve my tomatoes. This movie doesn't deserve tomatoes. <laughs> the, so no, in, new rating. No tomatoes. In you conclusion, I will eat this movie's tomatoes with a side of fava beans and a and nice Chianti. <laughs> so, uh, as much as I hate to put your fucking... I know. I don't know if I want to be affiliated with this one. You're not affiliated with this movie. <laughs> you're affiliated with me. Plug away. I will... I, I can take that. Uh... Twitch.tv slash the Beatlesaurus. Uh, I'm the Beatlesaurus on Instagram and Twitter as well. Uh, we do art, we play video games, we hang out, we have fun. That's all I really have to say about it. No pretension there. You won't find any. Nope. <laughs> all right. Uh, if you want to follow me uh, on Twitter, it's ChoNinja21. That's C H O Ninja 2 and 1. You can also check out this podcast on Twitter at Tomatoes Podcast. Um, you can also find this podcast mainly on Podbean, and that's uh, throwingtomatoespodcast.podbean.com. But you can also find it anywhere you could find podcasts like Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play. And if you like this uh, podcast and you want to help us out, please uh, leave a review, give us five stars, uh, like and share, you know, all this stuff to help us to get around the algorithm because at this point in a podcast, uh, life it's just really important for us to find to get through that algorithm yeah to get through our algorithm and uh, find our audience yeah find more of our audience um and any support you give is most appreciated so i think john picked last time so i think we're on to xander picking this time yes so wait did i roll hannibal yes you did. yes you did i and am so sorry we were excited so if, and then immediately disappointed yes in, indeed so 1929 to 2021, right? Yes. All right. 1966. 1966. That could be good or awful. It could be good or awful. Uh, okay, just ignore this column, please. I didn't see anything. There we go. Oh, yeah, I just memorized everything on that column. Oh, yeah, totally. Ruined it. Got a roll new year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. All right. Uh, how many movies did I manage to put here? 25, okay. 1 to 25. Anything good on this one? There's some pretty decent ones. Let's see. Two. The Fortune, fortune cookie. cookie. The Fortune Cookie. Oh, we could have gotten good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, so... One off from it. Or yeah. Alfie. I don't know what Alfie is. The Russians are coming, and the Russians are coming. Alfie is the that weird alien... Um, oh, yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Muppet-style alien. No, Wait a minute. No. What is the Russians are coming? The Russians are coming. It's a movie. Not one we're going to watch, though. I guess so. Tune in next time. Oh, we could have got Fahrenheit oh. 451. Oh. I know. I know. Tune in next time for The Fortune Cookie. Right here on Throwing Tomatoes.